0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to Sex with Cat and Mark. And this week, we're going to be talking about sexual red flags. So, what should you look for in your partner when it comes to amazing sex, and when it comes to sex that maybe you shouldn't be having, and how to tell if someone's actually going to be good in bed before you get to actually get in bed with them? Uh,
1: I'm really uh, looking forward to this one. I think this is going to be, oh, going to be because um, I've I've been uh, like I've had this conversation with a few people, and it's like, how do you know if you're good? Or bad mm. in bed. Like even on yourself. Like how do I know I'm not shit That's in bed? That's a good point. Yeah.
0: How do you know yourself? Like <laughs> yes. do you have these red flags? Yeah. Like
1: when we're reading this out, if you're like going, ticking off like, oh shit, I do this and I do this yes. and I do this,
0: you're probably shit in bed. That, I didn't think about it because I was thinking, okay, how do you know if your partner, like because no one talks about this. Like, well, they you talk about know relationships. based
1: reflex. on reviews, really. You don't yeah. know yourself how you are. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, I love this. All right, get your your books out and start (laughs) ticking off if you've got these, if you do need some help. And if your partner has these, then maybe we can talk about how to actually discuss them with them. Or maybe it's just time to move the fuck on. Find someone <laughs> yeah. with some green flags.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Also, apologies in advance if my voice sounds funny. Does my voice sound a bit funny? No, nah, it
0: sounds. No, fine, it does. Actually. It does. No, no, I think i got, got like husky my tonsils are a bit fucked at the
1: moment. Yeah, so. that's fair. Cat's been a little sick. Yeah, I know. Yeah, cat's a bit. Why did I call myself Cat Me? <laughs> like,
0: Third person. Um, yeah,
1: I've been. Mean, my throat's a bit fucked at the moment, so it sound a bit. A that's bit right. Funny. We're
0: gonna push through. We're gonna we're gonna do it for this podcast. Oh yeah, and, uh, no,
1: I will be pushing through. Right? Uh, yeah,
0: I think there's some sexiness that comes with a husky, a husky voice. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, we <laughs> roll with, with it.
1: Nasally. <laughs> all right. phlegmy. That's right.
0: right. Let's start, before we get into the red flags, let's start with, uh, with our weeks. So, it was Valentine's Day. I know we're, we're recording a couple of weeks in advance, but it's Valentine's Day. it's just passed. um, So, I've got a story on that. But, Kat, I'm curious. What uh what's your story?
1: Well, me on Valentine's Day was I was just sick. In yeah. Bed. <laughs> I've been sick in bed for like three days pretty much. It's hilarious. Um so I've been doing absolutely nothing. I've had to cancel collabs and things like yeah. yeah i've literally just been dying at home uh but i do have a like it's not really it's a little anecdote from this week Ooh, since I, I haven't really been doing anything so you know um old mate Kazumi, who i just spoke about like a few episodes ago the the porn star who asked for photos of my vagina when yes, i the yes, anal yes, bleaching yes yes, yes. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> yes yes
1: she started following me on twitter
0: oh congratulations yes. all right you're moving, up, yeah, in the I world, I'm moving up
1: in the world so <laughs> i'm gonna be framing that yeah, picture. Yeah. you should. Yeah, every every
0: <laughs> successful follower, you should have a wall.
1: I've got three successful followers yeah. right now.
0: Do you have Do you have one that is like you want to obtain? Is there like a top follower that you're? Oh, I feel for? like she
1: was the top. Oh, follower. she's the one. Yeah, All she right, was. Done. There was. There was. There was. There was a few people on Twitter that I kind of like. So it was her. Um, who I was like obsessed with, Johnny Sins as well. I also have a follow from. So I'm gonna, right, so I've right got right. my Kazumi follow, my Johnny Sins <laughs> follow that all... are going to be framed, and then this other girl Taylor Levy, who's like the, she's like a pretty big like OnlyFans influencer as well. Okay. She now also follows me as well there on Twitter. All right. So all three of those are going to be framed and <laughs> and hey, gonna very be stuck soon, up here. very soon,
0: as of next week you're also going to get a follow from Marcus Wolf. I'm creating a Twitter. <laughs> you, can, you can add that to the framework. It's going to be number one out there. You're going to get a follow from me. So this I is- you, uh, <laughs> That's probably the one that I've
1: been waiting for. The longest. Exactly, yes.
0: It's happening. you it, your Twitter, the Twitter you wall. You
1: somehow fucked it up before you even made it because when I went yeah, and clicked on the link, that. it was like this account is restricted. <laughs> yeah,
0: I got restricted right away. I don't How? Know what what the did fuck you I post? Do. I don't know. Did okay. you post something like Listen, sexual? Let's not talk about it. Next week. It's gonna be a new Twitter with no account restriction, and uh, you're gonna get a follow from me. So okay, we'll, uh, we'll just have to win. Yeah, all right.
1: Mark, your story.
0: My story. So it's a Valentine's Day story, very romantic. <laughs> um, you know me. <laughs> all about Sorry. Love. You're um, <laughs> so what? Yeah, you? Yeah. yeah all about ro- love. Of course, very romantic. Um, <laughs> so we went to. I don't know if you know this. We went to a singles event out at mm. right? I was invited. I chose to, to Yeah, die. you chose to die instead. So, <laughs> it's... Uh, no, it was a lot yeah. of fun. There was, there was a bunch of us there. The One of the most exciting things of that mm. night, watching two of our friends, or we use names, two girls, there was, uh, there was a bit of flirtation going on. Oh, shit. And so, one girl... Like I went to dance with one of them. Right? Do I
1: know these two? You know these. Two. I know who was there. I think. All
0: right, so we'll leave it a bit of mystery. But I was.
1: No, I was, you can tell me off air because. Because oh, well. uh, the girls who went, I didn't get lesbian vibes off them. Well, hello. Oh, oh shit! So, hello.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm dancing with one of them. Like she's she's dancing with me. I had like my my music here and she's like have The other girl pushed me out of the way. Like <laughs> the, she's a little bit tipsy. Pushes me out of the way. And then like grabs the music out of her ear. She's like, don't listen to this and like pulls it. And I'm like, what Ooh, the fuck is shit. going on? And Did so, they know each other? Yep, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I told one of them, I'm like, yo, I think this girl wants to fuck you. I've never seen a guy be that territorial. I've never had a guy like push me <laughs> out of the way. Like I was like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? She's like, I don't know, we're just friends. 30 minutes later she comes up to me and she goes, she definitely wants to fuck me. <laughs> and <laughs> did like, they both- I Was it a mutual you. wanting to fuck? It became mutual, yeah. It Holy became shit. very mutual. Um, so, there was a lot of love going on that oh night. Oh, my God. But uh, nothing ended up happening, unfortunately. Well, for unfortunately
1: married. for you, yeah, yeah. because you got, we're 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 my God, you got beat by a chick.
0: Well, I, uh, if I told you, you the got, names of the girls, you'll you realize I wasn't- uh, by a chick. I wasn't into either of these two girls. Like, we're pretty close friends. So, you'll, you'll find I when I give you the names, but- Anyway, there was, uh, there was another girl there. This is where the love story begins. This is where my, my romantic (laughs) Valentine's Day love story begins. So European girl, I don't think you've met her before. Uh, I've met her once or twice. So me and her are chatting. We're getting along. Anyway, we end up back in my place, right? (laughs) So we're in my room. You know what's going to happen, but this is, this is the interesting part, Kat. So this girl's very spiritual. Right, oh, for so fuck's sake Rachel's okay. dancing it was very like spiritual and I'm into that shit you know that right I
1: know you you but love that, your crystals and your oh that's horror, the best what, what's it uh, horror horoscopes yeah, <laughs> Actually, me I don't even know what candles. it's called it's but, how how not in touch with the fucking earth I am
0: so here we are talking about BDSM she's like yeah I've got a ravishment fantasy like I like oh, guys. a what the rape, essentially, oh. fantasy. She's like, Yeah, I'm into like the day, day little girl. She's so like, my, my fantasies, essentially, like, she's ticking yeah. my boxes right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I, But before we get started, she's like, But before we start, I need to check your energy. And I was like, <laughs> I, was, I was like, Excuse me. Like, I've had girls before be like, I need to see your dick first. Or like, should like, I need, you, uh, Wait, whoa, I need whoa, to whoa, check whoa, your energy. Whoa.
1: Okay. <laughs> Stop. Let's rewind. You've had girls say, I need to check your dick first. That was yeah. not escort.
0: No. They're like, I need And I'm like, all right, I'm
1: looking. <laughs> yeah, like, Wait, it, well, like in the club. Like, hey, you meet corner This now. has
0: been in the clubs, been on Tinder dates. It's, it's rare. But I've had girls, yeah. They require a dick pic. Before well, me, I know, like, I've, I've that, had this that is 100%. N-
1: that isn't uncommon in the escort world to like check okay. a client's dick before you fuck them.
0: Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. well,
1: like, yeah, it's yeah, a thing. Okay. I, mean, I don't really do it. Like, usually I'll just check it when they kind of whip it out because I feel a bit awkward being like, hey, pull your pants down. Yeah, I it, please just makes, inspect? yeah it just makes it a bit awkward. Like I will inspect it when it gets to <laughs> exactly. it. right? But, we wait
0: till it's natural. Yeah. The time.
1: Like so it, the inspection happens naturally, but some, I've heard from clients that some girls are literally like, they walk in, it's like drop your pants like immediately.
0: That's funny. So maybe
1: these are like sex worker girls that are just so used to that.
0: Well, yeah, I got an energy inspection though. Yeah. Okay. This so, is- okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's, yeah, let's rewind and get, Go back to that one. What do you
0: mean? What do you mean? I was like, oh, calm down for this. This sounds kinky. (laughs) So we're sitting there looking into each other's eyes. And she goes, okay, give me your hands. And so she does this. She holds my hands. No, she doesn't. Am I your hands
1: or am I
0: her hands? You're me. Okay, I'm you.
1: All right. Yep.
0: She closes her eyes and we just wait in silence for like two, three minutes.
1: So were your eyes closed too?
0: Well, at first I was kind of. This my is, eyes a, open, this is like, in the middle
1: of the bar. Then I'm like,
0: hey, wait, uh, no, this is back in my place in my bed. Oh, this shit. In my bed. Oh,
1: okay. So, so would she, would she, would she Got to have, have left?
0: Apparently. <laughs> so, well, this is what happened, oh, right? So I'm sitting there and at first I have my eyes open. But then I'm like, I'm not really honing my energy right now. Like, what if I have bad open eye energy? Like, I'm not concentrating. <laughs> enough. So I close my eyes, I relax, <laughs> breathe in. It's like almost like eye gazing with the eyes closed. After two to three minutes, she stops and says- you have great energy.
1: <laughs> did she say you have big dick energy? Well,
0: she just—I got the word "great." Right? Okay. She didn't specify. Well, she that slept big with dick. you, but well, yeah. Okay, we, so, so the
1: energy was good enough. It gets
0: better. It For gets fuck's better. Sake. So then we have very. Uh, well, did she
1: count count your sperm? <laughs> <We> <laughs> exactly right,
0: so no, we, we have great sex. It's fucking amazing because we share very similar kinks, right? Yeah, so, sounds you know, like she likes being tied up. She likes being dominated, and then. Yeah, it gets even funny because she's European, right? She's a good right. accent. At the end, we finish. And so we're both a little bit like tired. I'm like laying there next to her. She gets up and goes, That was great. <laughs> she's like, Yeah, that yeah, was, was good. And she goes, Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh my god. Did she leave? No, she's oh. like, she's like, thank you. And I was like, that's okay. Then she goes, I um I manifested this. And I was like, what oh She goes, yeah. This is too much. Yeah, yeah." She goes, I manifested to have great sex. (laughs) She goes, I wrote this in my journal. I manifest. And by the way, how long ago did she manifest this? this? I'm not mocking this, by the way. I'm all down for this. I love it. And she's like, yeah, I manifested great sex, and this it, it happened. And I'm like, all right, that's amazing. So, then we got our crystals. Now, I'm kidding. We did get crystals out. But yeah, <laughs> and so then you, was, you, charged,
1: uh, your, you charged, we charged your crystals? charged our energies? No. Or you charged was, your water bottle or something? Know,
0: it was a very interesting experience. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Got some uh, got some good energy. You know what?
1: This is the first week that you've had a better story than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all
0: right. We'll let the people decide on that one. But, no, that uh, was a
1: good story. It
0: helped that you were sick. It helped that you can leave the <laughs> house. <So laughs> yeah. Otherwise, uh,
1: otherwise, my story would have been a lot better for, yeah, for sure.
0: Oh, 100% it would have. If I had left the house. But anyway, that was my romantic Valentine's day. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, enjoyed my story. Thanks for letting me share my energy. <laughs> All right, let's uh, <laughs> let, let's get started. Oh my let's God. get into some red flags. So I, I think, f- think what I we might wait, do
1: is, is is a red flag. Um, someone grabbing your hands in the club and being like, "Hey, let me check your energy."
0: This is actually a great point. Because I think a red flag is gonna depend on who you are.
1: Because to me, if a guy did that to me, that would be a You'd red be like, flag Get the in the fuck my oh, out. I would <laughs>
0: Yeah. Who are you crazy? I-
1: now? Oh my god. Uh, you would not see me run faster.
0: This is a good point, actually, because the red flags we're gonna mention might not be red flags for everyone. So you need yeah. to figure out what your red flags are. I think we're gonna give some pretty general ones. It's good that but- we got
1: both of us here. Like you're a bit more into that kind of stuff and I'm yeah. a little bit more of a hard. Straight shooter. I think. Exactly. So yeah. they'll get everyone will get both of the uh we'll get to discuss. The it a little yeah. Bit.
0: <laughs> All right. So how about I'll go through and share mine? Mm. And then we'll comment on them and you can share. So, is it, so this is red flags for a girl? Well, I'm doing red flags for your partner. I'm keeping it pretty general, oh, I, okay. I thought
1: we were going to do like you tell about girls and then I tell about guys. But I guess it could ah, be pretty crossover.
0: Yeah, I think we'll have some crossover. So yeah. let's go through and we'll just discuss. Because and I mean, I don't sleep with opinions. women
1: and you don't sleep with men. So I feel like yeah. it could be a bit different. That's different, but Same but different.
0: Same but different. All right, let's go through. So my first one is selfish. So I think this is going to be on both ends, yeah. right? So, how would a
1: girl be selfish? Like, as in, she just doesn't want to like suck your dick.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I because I, I would
1: I would say if a guy doesn't want to go down on a girl, that's selfish. Yeah. Or if you if a guy starfishes.
0: Oh yeah, that's selfish.
1: That's, how, that's number one. I wrote that down here. As well, if he just lays down straight away. So if a guy just gets on the w- bed and goes like this, wow, big red flag. <laughs> he's gonna be terrible in bed. Like yeah. that's, every single guy that's ever done that is shit in bed.
0: Yeah, if he's like, if he I just don't know goes straight doing, to lying you down, take control. Yeah, yeah, no, not. Yeah, go yeah no,
1: that's it. Please get out of my house. <laughs> yeah. See,
0: I view selfish as because again, it's gonna be different for different people. If they don't take an interest in what you like or what pleasures you, because well, the way I think about it ooh, is that's like a this hard cat, one. because. There might be, for instance, <clears throat> a girl that loves sucking dick, or there might be a girl that hates it, or there might be a girl that loves getting a pussy eaten, or I've had girls that hate it, right? But it's not about them in that moment. It's what what do I want? What turns me on? And so eating pussy, for example, turns me on. So if there's a girl that doesn't like her pussy being eaten, but she's like, "You're okay, what do you like? And I'm like, I love going down on a girl. She's like, okay, it's not really for me, but we can do that. Right, so being selfish doesn't always mean okay they're coming more than me or they don't give a shit about the orgasm. or any. What it is to me is, do they care about what turns you on and what makes you feel good and
1: better? I find that one such a hard one, okay, because like yes, and okay, I Mm. feel like I have so much to say about that because yes, I feel (coughs) like yeah, you should definitely consider what the other person likes, but I feel like there's also some things that you just Like there's some things that if I was to do them, it would just really, really just turn me off regardless of how much Mm. my partner likes it. Um, And so so with me, I I feel like this kind of gets a bit easier if you've got an open relationship because then you can just be like, you can get that from somebody else. Okay. The guy that I'm kind of talking to at the moment, he's like real into foot jobs. I'm like, I'm not going to be doing that. Mm. That would be a very anti- Mm. thing for me but like you know obviously I'm not into monogamy what if something you could get foot jobs from someone else I was like I'm not going to be doing that I mean I could do it yeah but I really really do not want to
0: well I guess this goes into my next point which is respecting boundaries as well so there's a balance to this right so the, the what I would like here is you're like look Foot jobs just really are for me. That's like my big boundary. I'm not. But let's do just it. say
1: that was someone's like massive, massive kink. Hmm. Then maybe we're just not sexually compatible then.
0: Exactly. Maybe you're not. Right. Yeah. And the way I see it is so th- there's two other points that we're going to bring up and talk about, which is respecting boundaries and being open minded. And they all link into each other around these three points. And the way I see it is. You need to respect boundaries. So if, if there's a girl that's like, I don't like anal, mm. I've tried it before, I'm not well, down.
1: I think trying it is definitely a key word as yeah. well. You don't know if you like something to try it, but I I try mean, it if you've tried times, something, yeah.
0: and then you, and know. you, know, you yeah. know
1: you really do not like it.
0: And then, so I think it's a red flag if someone keeps pushing it. Mm. If the guy then is like, what about anal tonight? What about now? Hey, can yeah. we try this? And it's and like, yo, I've told you. But I think being open-minded is important, right? So around this foot job thing, I, what I would like in that dynamic, Is to have the person say, "Okay, but what do you enjoy about it? Like, is there other kinks around feet that we can maybe explore that isn't a fucking foot job, right? Like that—that could be the conversation that you have."
1: (laughs) He's he's like, "Can I? Can I like lick your toes (laughs) or like?" And I was like, "No,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) right."
1: I couldn't do it. No, I just couldn't do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and I think that's okay having that boundary. But what I want to see from my partner is at least. Well, almost like the same way you see an argument, right? If we're going to argue about something, I don't want you to agree with me at all. That's not my point. I want you to understand what I'm saying, right? So if he's like feet, and you're like, no, I think that's a red flag. <laughs> I've done right? enough
1: foot stuff at work to know yeah. that like, foot stuff really turns me off. Yeah, like it's an anti boner. Yeah, that's to me. Fair.
0: But and but I think having that discussion is explaining that to him. So instead of just being like, "No," you're like, "Well, Look, luckily I've tried for him, you can go and get it from
1: other people." Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that that, that yeah. kind of makes it. easy. But let's just say we were like in a monogamous kind of thing.
0: Mm.
1: I'd probably be just not
0: sexually compatible. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But I, I think the that there might be things that aren't so important. Yeah. Let's see. Right. So for him, maybe it's like that is his fetish and he needs it. It's hundred percent. Or maybe it's something else. And he's like, yo, I like to tie girls up. It's not a big requirement, but I like doing it. Now, if the goal is just to be like, no, that's a red flag for yeah. me. But if she's like, why do you like it? What, what type of thing? Because there's, there's compromise that can be had. But at the very least, I want her to listen and understand and then tell me no. Yeah. But if there's just like a flat out no, to me, that's too close-minded. You're not listening. There's no mm. communication there. And to me, that's a red flag, right?
1: And definitely um, onto your point about... Um pushing like mm. push. so there was this guy that I was this was like maybe like a few months back I was seeing this guy for a bit and he just he was like oh I want to have a threesome with you and like your friend and I was like no that's that's weird like mm. I don't want to have a threesome like me and my friend like outside of work and he's like oh but like he's worked together and I was like you probably know who this friend is
0: okay yes I yeah. do know who this and friend is and I was is, like that's yeah. a be weird because
1: like when we sleep with each other at work it's a bit different like we don't just yeah. do it in our personal life exactly and he kept pushing like every day asking asking oh, asking Jesus. and i was that's like this reply. is just a fucking turn off now when well, he asked yeah. like when it got to like the third time yeah. i was like this dude like no, yeah. it this just sounds I so
0: s- needy and like you're just not listening
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like i said no like yeah. fuck
0: and this again that's why i think these three points are so interrelated because it goes back to being selfish right it's like has he asked you what you want what your fantasies are what you <laughs> want to achieve like i think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago as well on the podcast is if you really want to explore your personal fantasy that bad, then start by exploring the girl's personal fantasies first, and then bring up yours. But yeah, if you're just pushing for it over and over, yeah, fuck off, right? It just becomes needy yeah. weird. It's oh a turnoff. Well,
1: yeah, well then that was that was the end of that.
0: Yeah, that's, that sucker for me. I was like, done. no.
1: Yeah. And I told a few other people about it as well. I was like, is that, is that, that's, that's wrong, right? And yeah, everyone that I told 100%. was like, oh my God, like yeah. block is yeah, yeah.
0: Block. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. So that kind of ended up pretty
0: quickly. Yeah. No, fair, fair. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, selfish, respecting, uh, not respecting boundaries, rather, is a red flag. Mm. Um, let's move on to my next one, which is putting the blame on your partner. Or basically, not like taking responsibility, and so this comes in a lot of different shapes and forms. One is, you know, the guy that doesn't can't get hard, and then will be like, "Oh, I usually get hard. It's usually not a problem." Playing, mm. it's the girl's fault. It could be the girl not being able to, like, not coming, and the guy's like, "I I always make girls come." Yeah. Like almost like, "What's wrong with you?" So I, I think again, it comes from both the guy and girls' point of view here. But it's a red flag. If your partner is making you feel bad for a poor sexual outcome, then I don't see the sex getting any better because if he can't actually take responsibility, then he's never going mm. to improve or vice versa the girl. yeah. and so if I see that, and yeah, red flag for me.
1: Yep. I agree with that. I had that one as well. Like when yep. they're too focused on getting hard or coming or you coming or coming multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, like I hate it when like, I see a client or even if it's just like, it doesn't matter who it is. And they're like, oh, let's see how many times you can make me come. It's like, why is that? Why is that a factor on how good a yep. session is? Like I don't consider a session to be how many times I come. Mm. Because there have been sessions where maybe I wouldn't have come, but that doesn't mean it wasn't an amazing session. Exactly. Like, cause coming, it's just like, okay, sometimes if you just hit someone on the right angle, you can make them come. Even if everything else about the session was not very good, yeah. right? So I would consider that to be
0: no, it's not to a be a gold glorified standard. thing. No, exactly. no yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I, that's,
1: that's the last thing I'm thinking about is me coming or even them coming because it's like that's not that doesn't mean that it's fun, right? Yeah. So yeah, the yeah, coming multiple times, or yeah, when when they're just too focused on like you making them hard. And it's like, so yep. I get this a lot with clients, especially when they've had a been partying for ages and mm. then they are like frustrated that they're not getting hard and it's like well it's not my fault yeah, that you're exactly. not getting hard like you've come in here like three bags deep and like <laughs> exactly. and then don't don't don't, don't expect to me do to sit me, here for, for an hour sucking your dick trying to like make it hard like no. that's this is not a me issue yeah exactly right and they're like oh i just want to i just want i just want to get hard i just want to fuck it's like well, that's, you shouldn't you shouldn't have come in here fucked them like exactly. that's not a me that's issue. a you problem yeah, that is that is definitely your problem. So yeah, that's always then so those those people, they're always yeah, obviously these, shit because there's only one thing they're thinking about. They're not thinking about me. No. They're they're not even thinking of themselves, they're literally just thinking about their dick. Yeah. And that's it.
0: And by the way, that's not gonna help, right? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it just
1: makes it worse. Yeah,
0: it's these super goal-oriented people. Yeah, red flag for sure. And as you, pleasure only happens when there's no pressure, right? The minute there's all this pressure on reaching a goal, getting a certain number, like you just said, reaching an orgasm. It's never going to be enjoyable. Mm. It's never going to be fun. And so even if the girl does come, but it's under this context; she's not going to enjoy it, right? If you've just been like, "Have you come yet? What about now?" What-? Mm. Like we spoke about this in the faking it episode, yeah. right? Like that's just going to lead to the girl not enjoying it and faking the orgasm. So yeah,
1: I hate when a client like is going down on me and they just keep going, and it's like I just want to make you come because that's actually yeah. this. I didn't talk about this in that episode, but sometimes if I just want them to stop going down on me, I'm like, yeah, okay, I came now. Just because I'm just like, yeah. just don't. I don't want you to go down on me for like hours and yeah. was, like the whole becomes- time. I'm bored now
0: a little bit about him in that moment because. Some guys are like, I want to make you come because it makes me feel good and mm. I feel like I accomplished something. Yeah. It's almost like a trophy. Like I made it come. Or, whereas you want it to be about you. Yeah, It's like uh, all the guys should matter is that you're enjoying that experience. Mm. Coming or not, are you enjoying that experience? Yeah, and that's what should matter. So and- if you have someone that's this goal orientated, Not a good sign.
1: I'm going to bring up that story again that I brought up a few episodes ago, which a few people who listened to that episode like that, that, this story has stuck with a lot of people. And it was about that one client that I seen. It was an overnight booking and his dick didn't work because Mm, um, whatever he was partying. And he came over with like a bag of toys and he told me that he was going to rock my world and we without him fucking me. And he did for like, 14 hours or however long we were together. Didn't have sex once. One of the best bookings to this date. And we didn't fuck at all. So, you do not need to fuck.
0: Exactly. If your
1: dick does- I'm I'm going to stress this story again. Yeah. Your dick does not need to work. Like, go down on the girl a bit or just like play around with toys on each other. Fuck
0: like a lesbian. Yeah, that's That's it. it. Fuck like a lesbian. All right. Talking about toys then. A red flag for me is when a girl- afraid of sex toys and i guess it's probably a red flag for, for because for me sex toys are a way to enhance the sexual experience now there are so many th- different sex toys under so many different case. it could be as simple as just having a vibrator or a feather or something right? or a blindfold right it's it's something that simple but i think when goals again it, it goes back to the closed-minded if they're just flat out like no no toys then I'm like, okay, well, this isn't going to be fun. And I think from the girl's perspective as well, like guys can sometimes get intimidated by toys or, you know, a bit butthurt, right?
1: Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think so. Some uh, guys definitely can. I, I don't think I have that much, ex- not, not as much experience with toys hmm. as you. Um, I don't think I've had too many people get scared of them. Maybe not want to use them, but I mean, I'm yeah, not a big fan of toys be, myself.
0: <laughs> scared so, may be a strong word. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not
1: the biggest fan. So if a guy doesn't want to use toys, I'm like, oh, that's, just, that's yeah. fine by me. But um, yeah, I mean, if I was really – or if I really wanted to try something and then they didn't want to, then yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, That would be not <laughs> – yeah, yeah, not a good thing for me. I kind of think that goes back to kind of what you are saying before, like if you enjoy like the same kind of kinks –
0: yeah As that's someone. gonna be huge yeah yeah
1: it's just if what if you like and chat yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah just kind of the same thing i mean even if you just like if you like it more sensual or if you like it more rough
0: compatibility yeah yeah i think we'll talk about it at the end right, we'll, um, t- we'll, we'll go through the flags and we'll talk about it because i think that's probably the most important thing when yeah we'll through this uh all right uh i want to talk about safe sex a little bit so this is around <laughs> okay big red flag for me is when a girl is like We don't have to use a condom. And I'm like, why? Like, oh, I'm on the pill. And I'm like, yeah, but the pill doesn't stop STIs, right? It doesn't make for safe, safe. Like, So if I have a girl with that mindset of I'm just worried about getting pregnant and I don't worry about STIs at all, I'm thinking how many other guys have you said this to? How many (laughs) other guys have you slept with where you're like, look, I'm on the pill so we can just fuck without a condom? So for me, that's a red flag. Also around this topic, people that are just like, oh, I've never been tested, but I'm clean. <laughs> it's like, well, how do the fuck do you yeah, know like, if you've never been tested, oh, but you just tell people you're clean? hundred like, percent. That's a red flag for me. And also on the other end of the spectrum, it's just not willing to have that open communication or like shaming around STIs. Uh, I mean, there's, we, we spoke about this briefly on another episode, but things like uh, HSV2, for example, like uh, herpes is the other name for it. Like 10% of Australians have that. Mm. 10%, mind 10 people. So, some of these things yeah, are fairly Yeah, that's like cold sores, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cold source, yeah. And so, yeah, being able to like talk about this in an open manner, being able to talk about your sexual past, your your history in terms of testing is important. And so, yeah, when I have a girl, it's just like, I'm on the bill though. I'm like, oh man, this is not a good sign. <laughs> yeah,
1: say, say with me, like I have a lot of, I get a lot of uh, clients ask me, like, oh, do you do, like, natural sex with clients? I'm like, hell no. no. And they're like, oh, like, then they're like, oh, no, you know, but it's okay. Like, and I'm like, well, then I get scared because it's like, how many escorts have you fucked without a condom? Exactly. And I, would like, it le- even if you can, like, you know, you might be clean, but how do I know these other escorts that you're sleeping with are yep. clean? Like, the kind mm. of girls that are probably – doing that like yeah. maybe aren't getting checked yeah. all the time like i don't yeah so that's a no from me then i yeah. don't even want to see them even with a condom because i'm like god knows what you've got yeah that i could catch
0: yeah yeah <laughs> even it's,
1: with a condom
0: yeah it becomes a trust issue as well because you have to trust that look it, it sounds awful but people out there have faked tests before right in, in terms of being clean and also there's a time delay on this so if you've had a test last week but then have fucked every single night with a bunch of random people unprotected then there's every chance you still can pass something on so it's yeah it, look if you want to fuck natural that's fine as long as you've talked about it with your partner you've both been open about your sexual history so yeah the, the minute i see people that are just very naive at that yeah i'm always uh a little bit wary yeah for say. sure
1: and um Even if you're only having sex like a little bit or with a little bit of people, still get checked anyway. So I have this story about um, this girl that I know. This is a true story as well, hundred percent true. So she had sex with like two guys in the span of like two years. Right? Mm -hmm. Didn't get tested because she's like, "Eh, I've only slept with these two guys. They're they're fine. They haven't had anything. Like nothing's happened. Uh, One of them did end up giving her chlamydia. And this was like at the start of the two years. So she ended up, you know, giving it to this other guy as well. But like he ended up being fine. But so she had chlamydia for two years, didn't know about it, and then it ended up turning into like a aggressive form of chlamydia and she ended up having to have all of these things mm. done to her I can't remember what it was yeah, or whatever exactly. and now it's like permanent damage yeah. now because she went that whole two years with this really aggressive chlamydia yeah. that like ate her inside yeah. okay, that's probably a bit technical terms no no
0: So yeah, th- there but, is, but now
1: now she's like oh you know there's complications might not be able to have children now yeah. had to get all of these operations and things done just because of that and it's like okay just because you're sleeping with one person two people they can still give you chlamydia
0: yeah you, you sh- everyone should get tested And And if you've
1: got a boyfriend, you should still be getting tested because, I mean, lots of married guys and boyfriends are escorts. (laughs) Like, I just, I got to throw that in there. Like, I'm not saying your boyfriend or partner is, but like they do. Hmm. They they, do. Yeah, they they do. So, you never know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's a part of being healthy, essentially, to, to have these tests on because, as you said, chlamydia is very treatable. But if you let it go two years, this goes for women and men. It can affect your fertility. Um, You can get, as you said, more aggressive infections. And you can go a very long time asymptomatic without knowing.
1: Well, yeah, that was her. Exactly. It wasn't until two years later she had all these like stomach issues and then they ended up realizing that she had had chlamydia for like two years. Yeah. That like was literally like attacking her insides.
0: And it's something – I'll need to check the stats exactly, but it's almost like half – of the women that have chlamydia don't know they have it like it's asymptomatic mm. and or well, it's a small percentage of men but even for men so there could be a guy that, as i mentioned has never been tested um and is telling you like i'm clean like i you know they're like my dick's not on fire it doesn't hurt when i pee i don't have you know things and they think they're clean but they're not and all it takes is one person all it takes is one you know unprotected uh, session of sex let's say and you can pick something up so it's important to get tested it's important to discuss so your
1: you're partner. a nurse so from your nurse expertise can you get STDs not from sex
0: yeah like, 100%. like from kissing or yeah, yeah, head jobs or yes, whatever yes, yes 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 I mean you can you can transfer HSV2 um, you can transfer other viruses through that you can transfer chlamydia from oral sex um, 100% yeah, hundred percent. Now it's less common for that to happen, and also for things like the more serious STIs like HSV, um, Hep C, things like this. Then no, you typically can't get it from oral. Uh, but yeah, you can get STIs from non-penetrative sex. Mm. It, it can happen, hundred yep. percent. So yeah, it's important to to stay checked up, get clean. There there are other ways of protection that you can use, things like dental dams and stuff that for oral. It's like. Basically, a plastic sheet, but it doesn't feel very nice. I don't often. Well, I mean, you it. could just do oral oh, um, with
1: a condom.
0: Yeah, yeah, for for guys, yes, hundred yeah. percent. You could you could do. Oh, is like this that. for a guy? I mean, um, like to use on for a girl. a girl. Yeah, you can oh. use like yeah. Oh, well, that's it's, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not the nicest yeah. sensation. Yeah,
1: look, I, look, I think I think yeah, from oral. Like, I mean, I think it's from what my GP told me. He's like, oh, it's quite low. Yeah,
0: it's a super low risk. Yeah, and the infections that are spread from that are usually relatively treatable. So <laughs> it's something with my clients. I'm not. There being like okay, use the dental dam yeah. <laughs> oh, right, But yeah, I definitely, I <laughs> definitely encourage uh, condom use and just being safe and careful and, and vigilant. So, uh, and just,
1: just honestly, I think the best thing that anyone can do is to obviously, yeah, practice safe sex. But even just on top of that, it's just getting tested.
0: Yeah, yeah. because
1: I mean, yeah, you can get hundred yeah, percent. So many people just can just get whatever from, yeah, yeah. from whoever. No, no,
0: be be uh, be careful. Get tested. All right. Next point is, which is for me, um. One of my biggest red flags in my clients, so talking about from the men's point of view, is not being able to handle or take feedback, right? Yeah, but
1: that's an after the fact.
0: Yeah, but no, it's a during the fact too, right? So,
1: Oh, like if you say slower. Exactly. Faster. Exactly. Harder. A
0: little to the left, right? (laughs) Like for the girl's point of view, right? If you're going down on a girl, she's like a little bit to the left and then the guy gets all butthurt. Uh, that's a huge red flag. But also the other way around. Like if you're a guy and you're like, oh, can you just do And the girls, I know what I'm doing or some oh, shit okay, like that. Yeah. It's like, there's another big red, like yeah, this breakdown of communication. Yes, exactly. Mm. And if you can't take feedback, you're never going to improve. You're never going to get better. You're never going to meet that compatibility. So for me, that's a huge one.
1: Yeah. Right, I have a few more that you didn't go through, but maybe the, right, maybe this is not so much with women, but these are definitely things that I've noticed for a, for a guy. Shit kisser.
0: Oh yes, okay.
1: There is a 100% uh correlation correlation between if someone can kiss and if they're good in bed or not. Anyone that I've had who's rocked my world in the bedroom is an amazing kisser. And every single guy that I've had that has been really terrible cannot kiss. I, I don't know why that is. I feel like that is the not, that's the first thing you learn. Yeah. is how to kiss. That's like it's like it's like um I don't know what, what analogy I can think of. But it's I like the first thing. It's like you wouldn't go into making like a souffle before you can like make toast. Exactly. <laughs> that's like I it can't is. Make toast, if you can't make toast, to you food. can't make souffle. <laughs> like you just agree. can't. Yeah. You've, have you met, ever met a chef that's like, oh no, I don't do cereal and toast, but I can do like bush? Yeah, no.
0: Exactly. No, if you can't do cereal <laughs> and
1: toast. You can't <laughs> do shit. <laughs> uh,
0: I like this. And yeah, I couldn't agree more. If I have a girl, and it turns me off a little bit, right? If I have a girl that- <laughs> Like, has <laughs> stiff lips, is like attacking you, isn't able to yeah. slow down, there's no rhythm to it. Like, I'm like, oh man, this yeah. is like ruining it for me yeah, right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's so cringe. Yeah, yeah so, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, I don't even, okay, so people are, people listening at home, that's probably, that's maybe thinking like, okay, how do I know or how do I get better? How, how, how do you like, how do you even get better? I think just practice. Hey. Yo,
0: in my course, I actually have a step by step tutorial about how to be a better kisser. Okay, this well, is how plug, important plug, I think it plug is. this because I think uh, people
1: need to hear this. Yeah, it's, I'll
0: give like, some this, basic this, tips. But-
1: I remember in high school, people used to be like, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> exactly right. I don't think that well. Actually, so my friend and I, so this was actually like my first kiss was with my girl best friend in high school because we were about to get our first kisses. We okay. were like in year seven and we didn't want to be shit before so we, on yeah, each we practiced other. on each other. That's perfect. So, I mean,
0: so, everyone, I don't know find if find yourself a bit too, best friend. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, maybe. Or like even just like, you know, if you see escorts, just say, look, and just ask them, just be like, look, I want to practice kissing. Exactly. Practice kissing with her. Like me as an escort, if a client said that to me, like, oh, I just want to sit here and kiss for a bit. Yeah, I, I'd have no issue doing that. Maybe so. Yeah. Or if you just have a friend or maybe a fuck buddy, yeah. ask them maybe. Um, But yeah, I think practice safe. Or, yeah, and practice. get Mark's guide. I'm, get my you, course. Yeah. I'm curious to hear about Mark's course. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, a couple of tips here. I think he's number one. Just slow down right because even if your partner or the person you're with loves a very passionate fast like aggressive kiss you can build up to that so always just start slow because the worst thing i find is when a girl just like fuck it it's like slow down (laughs) so as a guy um or even as a girl but i usually coaching men but you start slow soften your lips right if you're tense then it's not going to feel soft on the lips Mm. either so just soften your lips relax don't start with a tongue. Again, even if your partner likes tongue, slow yeah, down. You a can work pecking, your way into it. Maybe exactly. A little bit of biting. Yeah. Slow, mm. right? Work your way into it. And, and- then.
1: Like slow, like, you know, body language.
0: It, yeah, body language is huge. Uh, that's, because that's my next one. <laughs> it's not just, yeah, it, it's not just your lips that you should be kissing with. Use your hands. Like you can run up the girl's hair a little, pull her hair a little bit. You can run your hand up around her neck, hold her by the waist. Like use your hands as well and then have some rhythm to the kiss. It shouldn't just be like... Like, you're just yeah. trying to aggress. Make it slow. So, there's some quick tips. Um Yeah, everyone
1: get Mark's Guide or yeah, practice with a friend. Yeah, or an find a best friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so my next one is, uh yeah, so they we're kind of just leading on from that. So, yeah, when they don't know what to do with their their arms or their legs. Yeah. Like So, like, we might be kissing, but, like, they might just be, like, let's just say All if we were sitting hands. next to each other, they might just be, like, yeah. <laughs> just leaning yeah, over yeah, like yeah. this. It's, like, no, grab me. Like, choke me, pull my hair a little bit. Yeah, rub my, rub your hand up my leg, pull on my clothes a bit. Yeah. You know, things, things like that. Like, get into it. <laughs> exactly. Like, into it. Like, I hate it when, like, if they're just like there and, just, or, or they're really awkward. Like, they're touching me or grabbing me, but it's just like re- in like awkward spots or like just <laughs> really yeah. awkward. It doesn't
0: flow, all they're not present to the moment, right? So, if they're fucking you, they're just thinking about their dick. If they're kissing you, they're just thinking yeah. about yeah. their lips. And so it's that's like, it.
1: And there's no there's other, no other thing
0: collaboration with the rest of the body yeah so yeah. The,
1: the one red flag this, well this i'll get into in the end so like yeah the, the one of the biggest things for me to make a session enjoyable which regardless of how the penetration is this will just like bring it up by like five points mm. with a penetration aside is yeah the the arms and the yep. legs and what you're like exactly. how the whole thing is going
0: yeah perfect this is before
1: we've even got to the fucking like i'm yeah. already you've already got bonus points there
0: you
1: go I like um it. Okay, so this is – yeah, so see, I I don't think – well, I don't know. Maybe girls do this, but guys do this more. When they talk big game, every single guy that I've ever been with that talks of big game has never had big game. (laughs) Yeah, when they talk big game. So when they say they're going to do a lot of kinky things, I find that a lot of the time they just say that.
0: Interesting. See, I'm the opposite here. If there's a girl that talks a big game, I usually feel like she can deliver. Right. That's been my experience mm. because it's really, uh, th- this is a big sign for me. If a girl's open about talking about sex, her experience, what she likes, what she doesn't like, I know she's experienced that for herself. What the biggest red flag for me with a girl is if she says, I don't even touch myself. I'm like, you don't even know what you like. Like, you haven't even explored yourself. Right. Like, there's no way you're going to understand even what you like, let alone now being no- able to know what I like. Right. Mm. So, for me, if a girl can talk a big game, and she says, this is what I like. I'm good at this. Like this is, I find usually they can of it. Now, sure, there's some girls that are like, I'm great at sucking dick and, you know, average or something like that. But I find the girls that have that confidence Usually can follow mm. up. Now it might be different with a guy. Yeah, I think right? it's
1: different with men. I find that I have clients that talk big game all the time, and usually yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean they're bad, but they usually never live up to what they say that they're going to live up to. It creates
0: like a disappointment. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Because usually I'm like I think about it up here, yeah, I and then it's usually say, yeah. never, never gets to to that point. I know yeah. you you like talking big game to
0: Well, I can deliver the big game. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe so, you're different. Maybe so I just I think it's important to have some confidence. But you don't want to create unrealistic expectations, yeah, is probably that's the a, way to say yeah. Maybe
1: don't say things that you can't deliver on exactly, is probably yeah. Yeah. a better way of,
0: yeah, 100 of,
1: of phrasing it.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Um, okay, well, this one we spoke about in another episode. Um, when we're talking about oral, so yeah, if a guy doesn't go down on me, yeah, selfish. Yeah, that's,
0: yeah, selfish, that's. See so yeah. yep. why?
1: <laughs> Doesn't even need to be yeah. said about that. That's just, yep. Well, it's a bit the same with a girl. I feel like if I was a guy, I wouldn't trust a girl that wouldn't want Again, I- like, to suck
0: my dick. Again, like to me, it comes down to the intent. So if there's girls that are like, "Look, I've sucked dick before. I just hate it. It's just one of my like big things. I don't want to do. That's fine, but I would like her to follow up with. But what else do you like? If this is the type of girl, I don't like that, I don't do that, I, and they just want their one style of sex and they're not willing to explore, yep. try anything else, that's a problem. But if it's just one thing, like, I don't want to suck dick, that's fine with me. I don't mind.
1: But maybe uh, you don't really like- But maybe she says, I don't want to be
0: tied up, right? It's oh. like, that's fine. They, they, like you could pick any one of my kinks. Like if she doesn't want to do that, that's fine. But but you need to be open to something else or at least exploring, trying, understanding mm. something else. So that's fine. If you don't want to get the shit bitten out of you with a cane, That's cool. But it's like, what else
1: (laughs) are you able to achieve? I feel feel like like oral is a bit different though. Like I feel like oral is really important to a lot of people. Maybe not so much you because you're into more kinky things. It's different. But to an average Joe, oral would be half of the experience. So you're taking away 50% of the experience. Yeah. Um so yeah, look. If you, yeah, if you're not down for, yeah, like that's, that's fair. red flag for me. And yeah. usually the guys that won't go down to me, they are usually never very good. Exactly. Yeah, if they're not yeah, willing yeah, yeah. to go down the on you, yeah, they're not willing to go down on me. The reason
0: this is a red flag yeah. is if they're not willing to go down on you, they're probably not willing to do anything else but like put their dick in you. Yeah, and, that's and good. it's going to be shit sex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not true.
1: they're not open minded. Yeah. or to learning. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um. So this is just another one. If a guy has even never had a girlfriend. Or if he's just not had, like, he's got a low body count.
0: Yep. So, okay, it's, like, it's hard
1: to say. So, like, you can obviously have a low body count, but if you've been in a relationship for, like, years, hmm. obviously you would have had a lot of practice. Yeah. But, yeah, if you've never had a girlfriend or if or if maybe, yeah, you have a low body count, that means you were not practicing yep. enough to be good. Of course. I find that guys that have been in long-term relationships before are always the most amazing men in the bedroom because they, they would have had years of practice and yep. feedback because- with me, I feel like that's definitely how I got goodies because I spent like seven years of my teenage life mm. in relationships and we were sexually active and it was obviously when you're younger and you're experimenting and we weren't shy to say how do I, like how, I didn't know how to suck a dick so I was like how do I do it and they, they didn't know either because they'd never had their dick mm. sucked before. So yeah. they we were, trying, we were figuring it out together, I was like does this feel good and they're like oh maybe, maybe do it like this. So I, I was literally like trained into like how to <laughs> do like it properly. seven years
0: of training yeah i was yeah. basically trained okay.
1: uh into like how to do it good and it was the same for them as well like you know i was like oh like yeah exactly like mm. little to the left but when you're young and it's your partner it's a bit easier yeah. to do especially when you're both virgins and you both don't know what the fuck is going on so yeah usually guys that have had girlfriends are usually really good in bed so yeah i get really weary if a guy tells me he's never had a girlfriend or if by some way, I find out that he's just not maybe, not really fucked that many people. Yeah. I think Because it's just practice. Yeah.
0: Signals of experience is really going to indicate how good someone is in bed in terms of a girl looking at a guy. Because, uh, as you said, they just lack the knowledge and the training yeah. and the experience. Yeah, now, it's I just think practice. It's, it's not any other
1: reason, I think. It's
0: different just- for a guy. Like, if a girl told me she's been with two guys – I don't mind so much. That's specifically probably because that girls detail. that
1: get with you probably don't do anything other than lie there.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, good girl. Don't move. It's,
1: you just lie there.
0: But it's different, right? Yeah. If you're the partner that's taking control, then the girl or the person that you're with, it probably doesn't matter so much around their experience. Now, obviously, I do prefer girls that are a little bit more experienced, know what they want, know what they're doing. That does play a factor. But I think in terms of, you know, man to woman type thing, this is going to be more of a red flag for mm. girls. And I think other things like not just if they've had a girlfriend or they, but also how they act around you. Do they act like they know what they're doing? Like is, is this person not able to look you in the eyes? Are they not able to pick where you're fucking going for dinner? Are yeah, they, they're nervous. Yeah, exactly. Like these are all signs that they're probably – if they're nervous in life and they're nervous around you, they're probably going to be nervous in bed. So, it's also something to look out for.
1: Oh, my last two points actually came from your thing. So, I knew you were missing some. Okay, Okay, perfect. so my last two. So, uh if they're tidy and well groomed, or
0: yes, this was so, on my list. So
1: if and I, this is another another uh, what was it correlating thing? Yeah. If I see a client and he pulls his pants on and he's he's got shitty nails and he's got pubic hair everywhere, body hair everywhere, I know he's not having a lot of sex. And mm. and, and it's, I don't think I've ever ever been with a client who was un like who was like really messy. That was good. Mm. It's always the ones who are very tidy and well grouped. Yeah, because they're they're prepared. (laughs) They're clearly prepared. They're having sex a lot. They know. And the second thing, they know what women want. Most women don't want a forest down there. Exactly. Really and a guy with filthy nails. Like, if a guy's got filthy nails, get those away Mm. from me. Right. And I know a lot of guys are the same. Like, a lot of clients um, ask, Me about my nails. Sometimes Mm -hmm. before booking, they're like, "Oh, like do you have your nails done?" I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Oh, okay, nails are (laughs) important.
0: They are. This is it. This is something I teach men all the time. It's like look prepared. Like we spoke about this on one of the episodes, how to prepare your room, right? Like have a look. But the biggest thing for me is cut your nails and (laughs) file them and make sure they're clean. Like this is an interesting thing. A lot of my lesbian friends say they look out for this in girls. It's like, have they got their fingering fingers ready?
1: Oh, yeah. So, that was the lesbian friend that we have. She says that she knows if someone's straight yep. if they've got acrylic nails because you can't finger exactly. someone with acrylic yeah. nails. <laughs>
0: and if you know, always these three fingers for me. The nails always filed. Like with are Yeah, and it's like- if you have that, now, not everyone's going to pick this up, right? But it's be prepared. So, there's some little fine details like nails being filed and clean, but big details like, yeah, having your house fucking clean, yeah, having, having towels clean. ready, having like, yes. this is all signs that, okay, this person knows what they're doing and they're ready mm. and the sex is probably yeah. going to be good.
1: Yeah. Um, well, so that goes into the next one, which this was on your list as well, is… Every single guy that I've ever slept with that had a bedroom that was designed mm. for sex has always been really good. Yep. I've never gone into someone like a guy's place that had like, yeah, it was proper. Yeah, they're always really good. I mean, I know you yeah. have one. Oh,
0: so, so there you go,
1: Exhibit A. Yeah. And yeah, I've had a few clients where they've had proper like
0: good setups yeah good setup They're and really it's always good. been good yeah, i always know course. straight away
1: when i walk in and there's just like, a lot going God. on i'm like yo
0: yo the energy and is it's clean
1: <laughs> and, and the apartment's always immaculate yeah. Yep. Because they know they have girls over a lot. It's exactly. another thing is, especially this is this is just another um, thing. Well, usually it's these guys that have the rooms that are prepared for sex. Is that they also usually have things for girls there, like you know face wipes, cotton buds, and maybe yep. spare toothbrushes and things like that. Exactly. Usually these guys that are having girls over a lot, they know the go, they know the drill, They're they have ready. stuff there. Yep. To remove makeup, they have like maybe other things. Spare they have a drawer full of spare toothbrushes. guys
0: listening, have a spare vape around in this day and age. This okay. is you know, spare I, cigarettes I have spare vape, wipes, everything like that. The amount of girls that are like, do you have a vape? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Fucking Well, that- wait, What wait, can I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> whatever. whatever. <laughs> that's big.
1: I say maybe vape. I'll So anyway, our friend, yeah, he has a drawer full of like cigarettes
0: yeah. and vapes, <laughs> just ready for any occasion. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think it's super important. Uh, the thing I want to talk about, though, which you mentioned before, is compatibility, because I think this is super important because a lot of you out there are probably thinking, OK, my partner has these red flags. Maybe I'll got a couple of these red flags. Like, what do I do about it? Compatibility in sex in a relationship is important. And the same way it's important in a relationship. And I think what happens is a lot of times in our society in friendship groups, everyone's always talking about the red flags in a relationship. Like, oh, he spoke to this girl, he liked this Instagram post, should I be worried? He doesn't listen about this. And, But I feel like people often don't have the confidence or th- it's not so acceptable to start talking to your friends or talking to other people or thinking about, okay, well, I he feels a bit selfish in bed. Like, is that something I should worry about? Should Is that a reason to bring up a conversation in a relationship or at the extreme end this relationship? And I think it's incredibly important when it comes to compatibility because my red flags, we've mentioned different to yours. So for me, like at the top of my list is being open-minded. Mm. Like if there is a girl that I have sex with that doesn't want to try anything and she's one of those girls that is like, okay, you can eat me out and put your penis inside of me, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be choked. I don't want you to call me any yeah. names. I don't want to try this. And then my question is like, why? I just don't want to. Yeah. No, it's like, okay, that's, I could not have a relationship with that person, even casual. Yeah, because right? that would
1: mean they're closed-minded about other things as well.
0: Yeah. Food, travel, exactly. whatever. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So, I think um, – what would you tell people, Kat? I'm curious your advice on this. If people are listening they just don't feel compatible with their partner – what would you suggest for them to do?
1: I would say that means (laughs) break up. (laughs) See you, bye. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that means thank you next. No, because I have a story. So one of my, my last high school boyfriend, well, like a young teenage boyfriend. So we dated from when, I think we started dating when I was 18. We dated for three years. So broke up when I was like 21. And we loved each other. We were like talking about getting married. We would literally like, Parents were talking about us getting engaged and things like that. Like we, were, this was like literally happening. We were talking about where we were going to live and dogs and kids and all these things. Like to think that that was my life once upon a time. Yeah, Jesus right? Christ, but, to think about. Yeah, I know to think that I was almost like literally borderline engaged, right? And especially because yeah. like towards the end of like. Um, uh, relationship like his brother got engaged and then it was a bit like oh okay then there are people looking at us like okay are you guys gonna get yeah. engaged soon and i was like oh we we're like oh okay And then we started having the the conversation about things and then that's kind of when we when his brother got engaged um and then you know we had all of that with like the brothers like getting married thing and then we started then talk- thinking about us getting married because like oh we date- dated for three years we're in our 20s now we should be thinking about this we then started to realize that we were just not compatible. Mm. Like we maybe were more so when we are 18 mm. and we first started like dating, but then once we got into our 20s and we had finished uni or were about to finish uni and we were about to enter the world as as adults and thinking about things like moving out, growing up and things like that. I realized that the things that I kind of liked fundamentally were really different to the things that that he liked. So, not even just in the bedroom but outside of the bedroom mm. too. But So, in the bedroom, like I like it when a guy is more dominant but I feel like he also liked a girl that was more dominant. Yeah. So, there was that sexual incompatibility from the get-go and then towards the end of the relationship, obviously when you've been dating someone for three years, the sex – Especially when you guys are not enjoying the same kind of sex. So, like, Mm. there were lots of times where I would say, like, oh, I want to be tied up. I want to be this and that. And he was just not into it because that's probably what he would have liked to happen to him. Like, he and I'm the same. Like, I wouldn't enjoy doing that to somebody else um, because I've had to do it to other people and I I, I don't really enjoy it. And so, I feel like... The sexual incompatibility, especially after a while when the sex started to get boring, I was like, I want to do these things and he was not really into it. We started just like maybe we were having sex once a month or once every few months, right? So, we just ended up not really having sex much probably because the sex got a bit, wasn't what either of us were wanting, um, and then we also started noticing incompatibilities in other forms of life. Like he wanted to move to the suburbs and have kids. And I was like, no, I want to move to, to mm. the city. So we started realizing then once we started talking about that is we're actually really, really different people. And it's kind of good that we ended up breaking up because like now I live such a different life now. Yeah, like I course. live in the city. I'm a, a sex worker. Like I talk mm-hmm. about not ever wanting children and wanting open relationships and things like that. And yeah. he, he now has a, I think he's got a new girlfriend now. Like one of my friends, just this Valentine's yeah. day that passed, one of my friends sent me a photo of him and this girl, I don't know who she is. And she, she looks like a really nice baby maker, Suburbial, wife, yeah like looking girl, like a real innocent little thing. And I'm like, that's, that's what he probably would have wanted. Like someone that's ready to have kids move out into the suburbs. And that was just not me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, So we, and we, we broke up and it was a really amicable Mm. breakup. Like we run into each other maybe every now and then like Mm. at a party or whatever. And it's always nice because when we broke up, we, it was like, yeah, this is just, we're too different. That's basically what the reason was when we broke up. It was, we just don't want the same shit.
0: Yeah. And inherently, Perhaps none of you were toxic or bad, it's just you weren't compatible. No. Right. As simple no. as that.
1: And I'm now better off for oh, that. You because could you imagine yeah. me living in the suburbs? No, I we would not, have Jesus ended Christ. up <laughs> no, but we would have ended up divorced. Uh, yeah, no. I would unhapp- be divorced by yeah,
0: now. Unhappy divorce. Maybe yeah. I would have
1: ended up having a kid. And can you imagine being divorced yeah. with a kid living in the suburbs? Like, I don't know. Like that that maybe could have happened to me. So I would have been like thinking about that now, oh God, like that would have been
0: that would have been terrible like it didn't happen. no
1: luckily it didn't happen but i mean so we the, the story is that i loved him like mm. i really loved him really wanted to be with him but it just wasn't
0: yeah. it, I, that you went different ways
1: yeah and i feel like loving someone is just not enough no, if you are just so not, fundamentally yeah, yeah. different and especially 100%. i feel like especially now that i maybe work in sex and now that i'm a bit older and can understand things a bit better sex is like should be one of the most important things yeah. in a relationship. If the sex is not good, that means it's time to to, to part ways. Yep, I think. See, because I I I hear kind of that like once the when the sex goes out of a relationship, that usually means that like there's lots of other bad things well, that might be yeah, going on.
0: I, I agree as with well. that. I, I think they're so interlinked that if you're not enjoying sex, there's. It might just be sexual, but there's probably other things in a relationship yeah. that aren't going well. Yeah, it's a good 100%. like sign of yeah. how healthy a relationship is. Oftentimes, yeah. So if the sex so, is great. That's
1: generally yeah, it's means your relationship yeah. is probably good.
0: And so my advice is, if you're having these issues, I would number one look at yourself. Make sure you're not the problem. Like go through this list. If you're the one that's closed mind, if you're the one that's selfish, if you're the one that's shaming people. Then correct that first, mm. and maybe that solves the problem. But if you have looked at yourself and going through that process then it's time to have a chat to your partner right it's time to have a talk about what you want in bed and what you're not getting and have that conversation and maybe that is enough to actually have this communication to correct it you can move forward and have a happy sex life and if the other person isn't willing to hear it, talk about it whatever they're not taking the feedback fuck it as you said find someone else has some great mm. fucking like Green flag sex, you yeah. know, have some good times.
1: Yeah, there's, and there's definitely been guys that I was seeing, like that maybe I wasn't really that into them at first, but then when they just rocked my world in the bedroom, like, I was like, okay. kind of like him now. Yeah, what a nice guy. <laughs> yeah I actually kind of yeah. like him now. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, I feel like sexual compatibility is just
0: super important. Yeah. All right, let's uh, fact of the week. Are we up to that? No,
1: when we doing oh. question?
0: Yep, sorry. Question uh, from let's the audience. You
1: always skip to the, the uh, fact.
0: I, I get excited about the fact <laughs> every time. All right, all right, question of the week. Kat, you got a question? Yeah, for well, us? it, it
1: kind of goes on from what we were just talking about is mm. what actually makes someone good in bed? Like, so Ooh. these are the signs on how you can maybe yeah. infer if someone might be good. But then once they're actually there, what what, makes what actually makes like when you when you were thinking about a girl and you're like, yeah, fuck, she was good in bed. Why? Yeah. Why was she good in bed? That's such Why a was she great so good?
0: question. All right. Uh this is my opinion. So I think uh number one
1: and, and this is gonna be very different for both of us because you just 100%. you just like your girls to just
0: sit Listen, there and shut no. up. <laughs> no, so number one is
1: Sit down and shut up.
0: No, no, no. No, number one is the sexual context for me. So if she can play into that context, whatever it might be. So it could be, you know, we mentioned the start of the episode, like a rape fantasy, right? If she's willing to, to involve herself in that, it could be the um, daddy little girl kink. It could be something like if there is a fantasy that uh, can be in the background as a sexual context that is really hot and she's able to like take part in that, I, I think that makes race sex. Number two is communication. If she's actually willing to tell you what she likes, where, you know, where she enjoys the pleasure, what type of context she likes, if she's open to me talking about that, if there's some level of communication, usually through dirty talk, then I think it's going to make it good. If technically she's good. Right, so if she can move her hips the right way. If you know she can suck dick the right way, then th- that's probably further down on my list. But that's that's also important. And I think also the emotional context, like how you actually feel about this girl. I feel like the more emotion you have for her, you know, and it, it doesn't always have to be love, is what people typically think. Exactly. But if there's just a lot of anticipation, it yeah, exactly right. I think that matters. So just off the top of my head, um, for me, that's what makes sex great. But at the end of the night, if I can just lay there and think like, fuck, that took me on a roller coaster for both of us. It was great. We both enjoyed the experience and we're just laying each other's arms at the end and having that feeling. That is like what sex is for me. So what What about you, Kat? What are you?
1: I know it's, it's, hard, it's hard to know. So, okay. So this is the one thing that I will throw in here, which I might've touched on it. Um, bef- I don't know if I touched on it earlier, but oh yeah, I did. But I'll, I'll touch on it again is, for me, so I know some people just go straight into the oh, like did he make you come, or like how many times can I make you come? That is not an indicator yep. for me. Um, maybe that's because I'm a bit different to other girls. Like I, I don't struggle to come. Some yeah. girls might. So maybe. If a guy can make a girl come, maybe that's a real life-changing thing. Or like maybe it doesn't mm. happen that often. And then maybe they would put them in a bucket that's like up here. But for me, no, if you make me come, you're that everyone <laughs> makes me come, you're not special. Yeah, yeah you're not special. <laughs> like, yeah. You can be shit and still make me come. It does not. Yeah. Like that does not impress me. Um so yeah, so I can not come, but still have a, a really good time. Mm. So definitely for me, I think what makes someone good in bed. What more, yeah. So the first thing is kissing. Can they kiss? Okay, and yes. then yeah, then th- second thing would be yeah, what what are they doing with their hands and their and their legs? Like are they grabbing me? Mm-hmm. You know, putting their hands in the right spots. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of, I, I want to really feel like they're kind of into me, like they want to like ravage my bones kind uh, of thing. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it, what you were saying about that emotional connection, I do find that usually when there's a spark, like it doesn't necessarily have to be love or that you just want to date or whatever, but sometimes you can just have a, a spark mm. with someone where you kind of just both really just want to jump each other. Usually mm. they're always really good experiences when there's that, I don't know, mutual just having the hots for each other. Because yeah, I for get sure. that with clients all the time. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that I want to like be with them, but sometimes like, there might be that little spark of like, There's oh, just passion, oh yeah. Sex, like, like, yeah. yeah, you might just get along yep. in a sexual way. And it's like, oh, yeah, actually, I'm kind of excited to sleep with this mm. person now. Um, and then they might feel like that, that way about me too. Like, oh, okay, mm. she seems like a cool chick. Like, actually... You yeah. know, want to do this with her specifically, not like oh, I'm just here like with an escort, yeah, whatever. of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there might be that mutual like spark, and then yeah, that's usually always good as well. Look, yeah, generally, someone's good with their mouth and their fingers. That mm. tends to impress me. Like I'm not going to say it wouldn't. Like I wouldn't. I would. I would obviously. Well, I don't care too much about foreplay. Um, like it's not that big of a deal for me, but I do want there to be some foreplay. It doesn't have to go for ages, but yeah, some foreplay just to show me that they're real men and that they're yeah. not scared of pussy. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I do I do get impressed if like a guy's good with his tongue and his fingers because like, oh, you've done this before. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely that. And then yeah, definitely just the thrusting, but it's really hard to explain how a guy can be good and bad at thrusting, but there are good and bad penetrators. Yeah. I I don't, I don't know. Like, so I don't know how to explain what makes someone good or bad in terms of penetration, but it, yeah, uh, this yeah, it, is my it does. view on it.
0: This is my view. There's there's two types of penetrators, right? There's the one that is just the bunny that just like just yeah. does this over. <laughs> That's never and good. And then yeah, I mean to be a good penetrator, it'll thrust. Yeah, I feel like
1: there's angles. There's a
0: flow. Yeah, yeah you need a fi- yeah, to it yeah, exactly. Your hips are what matter here. Like yeah. a lot of guys are just in and out. If you shift your hips in the right way, find the right angle the girl wants, and then have a flow with that. Mm. Right. So it's not just the same movement over and over mm. again. You're you're using yeah. your hips like a dance in a way. Yeah. Right. So yeah, there's. You're right. I, I couldn't. Because this with that.
1: kind, of, this is another point as well, is that I've had some really really good sessions with guys that had below average size penises but yeah. they just knew how to mm. to thrust it yeah. and like so they didn't need a big big cock like yeah. and I've had sex with guys with big dicks that were not very good mm. because they just thought that having a big dick meant yeah. that they'd be good and they just didn't know what they were doing mm-hmm. with the rest of their body even with their dick like it was just boring motion like yeah like just like that and it's like no mm, it's a bit boring now um yeah I don't know do you have courses on how to thrust? <laughs> yeah
0: I do actually because <laughs> okay, yeah. right, when it comes to sex positions like it, it, this is this is something i teach, is a lot of guys are like, okay, teach me a thousand sex positions so I can press a girl. I'm like, yo, I'll teach you three, but I'm going to teach you how to fuck properly in those sex positions and how to actually have, as we mentioned, the flow and the variation that's needed. Mm. Um, all right. So, Kat, so we have, knows how to make out, uh, uses their hands, right, and doesn't forget attached to attach to their, yeah, body, uses their whole body, has some passion, and then uh, knows how to thrust probably.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: perfect. I like it.
1: I think so. And there then, oh, yeah, obviously just- And um,
0: going down on you. Yeah,
1: and overall cleanliness.
0: Yeah. If a guy <laughs> yes, has like okay, a forest fair. down there,
1: I don't want to go- yeah. I don't want that near me. Oh, that's a shame. Like, I just literally do not want it near yeah, me. That's fair. Like, so if I was- So obviously with a client, sometimes I can't say no if they're mm. paying, right? But if I- In my personal life, if a guy pulled his pants down and there was hair there, I would- I would straight out say- out. Yeah, I would straight out say, not yeah. sorry. All
0: right, fair. No. <laughs> All right. Um, now, cat. My favourite part of the show every single time.
1: Yes, the sex fact. Sex fact. So, this week's sex fact is – well, it's a two-part fact. So, first part is – so, birth control – it's about birth control. Birth control mm-hmm. suppresses women's sex drive and also changes like – so, based on wh- whether women are on it or off it, they will find different things attractive whether they're on it or off it. Like, could be different things. Yeah.
0: this I find this so interesting. There's been studies on this. Where they will show girls images and then one on birth control, one on, and they will find different people attractive. So
1: I've, I've heard stories as well where women will be on birth control, get like for their whole life, get married. Yep. And then get off birth control and hate their partner. They're like, like "What like, the hate fuck it? is this guy? Like, I'm not attracted it. to her anymore? Yeah, like, and this, this, there, there have been multiple times where this has happened. Like, yeah. it's like they despise yeah. this person that they've married it's because they're so like, i 'I'm not into any of these things.' Yeah. now that I'm off birth control, um, so that's true that actually happens. And yeah, the suppressing the libido. Like, I definitely think that that happened to me. I think. Mm. Before I was on birth control, like when I was a teenager and I was just like using condoms and wasn't on the pill yet. I think I was, but I don't know if that was just because I was a teenager and teenagers (laughs) are just really horny. But I mean, look, maybe birth, I feel, look, I feel like maybe just work generally has a lot to do with it. Because Mm -hmm. when I was in, and so this is something that one of our mutual friends noticed as well, because I think I started sleeping with them when we we're friends you know who this yeah. friend is that, that, yeah. um so we started sleeping together when i was an accountant and i was not as horny and kinky and then i once i stopped doing like accounting yeah. and i got into sex i was a lot more horny and kinky. And he's like wow i've noticed that you are just much hornier lately yeah. and i'm like wow it's probably because i just don't have so much to do all the time like, yeah I, I think stress <laughs> plays a
0: huge role in yeah. that. like your lifestyle if you get the right sleep you're eating right to getting enough sleep you, your sex drive is going. Well,
1: yeah, when you, when especially when you, when you've got free time to be horny. You know? Yeah, exactly. I've
0: got all the time in the world. I've to got all be horny.
1: the time in the world. Yeah, like a, so. Yeah, but anyway. So I found that really interesting. But yeah, birth control. I mean, so I'm a bit nervous even for myself. So I've been on birth control probably since I was like 16. Mm. I have not had a day off it. So if I get Damn. married.
0: While on it, you'll need to come off first and make sure you yeah, still watch your I husband. I
1: might have <laughs> to. I might have to because I've been on birth control for that, that's over a decade now. Do you know what's I've been interesting? On birth control. They're
0: actually doing some experiments now with male birth control. So it's like you take a pill. Oh, in, so it's like a, a it,
1: vasectomy. It, it control. type
0: thing. Yeah. So you take a pill and it stops the motility of the sperm. So it makes the it sort of sperm essentially can't swim. think about that way so so they just can't get to the egg so they're testing it in like rats and whatever at the moment but that'd be interesting if men have birth control yeah yeah so anyway well uh hopefully you don't fall in love with someone and then hate them afterwards oh my
1: god (laughs) yeah i I don't know i feel like that would happen if it's gonna happen to anyone that would happen to me because everyone like i think not everyone but yeah i think a few people that knew me when i got on birth control they said i got a bit more moodier Getting on You it. just and have I to mean, go back on like I, am a, I am a real C U N T. Like <laughs> I am. And may, maybe imagine I get off birth control and I'm like this nice, just, hippie girl. Yeah. Like I just love everything. You start holding
0: people's <laughs> hands, asking about their energy. I start
1: liking crystals. Oh, dude, oh my god. That, Could you imagine that? <laughs> I, like, I start like I start like I like I start riding horses yeah. and
0: charging crystals. Oh yo. I I love to see this. <laughs> I woke up
1: to house and I got like flowers in my hands. All
0: uh, We're taking Cat off birth control for the next episode. Could you episode.
1: imagine I was like the nicest person ever?
0: That's hilarious. That
1: would be so funny.
0: I'm going to test that out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for watching, guys. I hope you got a lot out of the red flags and, and what to do about it. Um, Kat, how can people find you?
1: uh yeah you can find me on all of the socials and only fans at the same handle at cardia cortez cardia with a j um and you can also find us on tiktok which is cat and mark show and you have a website to plug this yeah, week, yeah
0: i got a website <laughs> so www.orgasmicblisscoaching.com you can check me out there shoot me uh shoot me an email old school if you have any questions and uh Or you can contact me on Twitter next week. Uh, I'll yeah, you'll be able
1: to find his Twitter on my Twitter. I'll I'll find it on mine. uh,
0: I'll be following you very soon. All right. Thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you next week.
1: See ya.